Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. And today I'm so excited to interview two amazing, badass, designing women in the design space, Kimberly Allen and Jennifer Charles. We've got the chief experience officer and the chief creative officer. And it's like, I can't say CEO and COO and C it's like people have such fun titles now. Like the other day I was doing something and I'm like, the guy's title was like chief disruptor or something. It was officer. It was just so funny. Um, but we are in the creative industry. And so I love it. Um, their company is something fabulous event management and design and we're going to talk about mentorships today. So for those of you who are listening and you're like, why the hell do I need a mentor? Or how do I even get a mentor? Or what do I need to look for? Because I know when I was a newer entrepreneur and a younger business owner, I was really hard-headed. And I kind of had the mentality of, oh, I know it all. And I know what I'm doing, which I don't know what the hell I was doing. And so it really took some very strong personalities to kind of knock me down on my ass and be like, Angela, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> so you can listen to me or you're fired. Um, and so it's not that any of them were being mean to me or, but it's like, I almost had to be talked to that way to like, for them to get through to me. And so, but it's changed my life. It's changed my business. I am still to this day friends with all of my mentors. I actually do all of their events, their kids' parties. One of my mentors, Charlie Redman, who was like 82 when I first started my business, bless his heart, he's in heaven. Um, he'd be like over 100 now. <laughs> but it was like I've always had a mentor, always since, since starting, and it's so important. So ladies, I am so yes. happy to have you all today. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Angela. Yay. And y'all, they just reminded me, we met like almost 10 years ago, we were on a fam trip in the Berkshire. Is it Berkshires or Berkshires? Berkshires, I believe. Berkshires. I say it the Southern way. You were right. You were right. Berkshires. (laughs) However you say it. Sounds Uh, good. (laughs) Yeah. But it was a beautiful area um, up in New York. It was effing cold. I do remember. (laughs) Um, yeah. And this is when I first started my productivity company. It was after 2010, after the flood happened. Um, and so, so much has happened like over the years from a design perspective and just the industry as a whole, I feel like technology, technology has finally really taken off in our industry. Um, but I'm excited to chat with you all today about why is it important to have a mentor and, how do you find them? However, before we jump off on that subject, which is what we're going to talk about, I'd love for each of you to share with our listeners your background and where you came from, how'd you get into the whole design space, and how have you gotten to where you are today? Um, Kimberly, if you want to jump off. Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Business Unveiled. 
expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the creative industry and share with you what we have learned from them and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the creative industry. Today's podcast is brought to you by Vlog Easy. That is V as in victory. Vlog Easy is an app in the iTunes store for iPhones that help you make content videos as well as vlogging on the go to share with your audience. It has absolutely transformed the way that I do video and communicate with my audience. If you are looking for an app that allows you to edit on the go, or if you simply don't know how to edit videos, this app allows you to do just that. You can record yourself in a quiet room. You don't have to remember what to say. You can simply look at your notes, and each time you're quiet and you pause, the Vlog Easy app takes all of those quiet moments out and edits everything together. It's like magic, and it saves so much. Time. Vlog Easy allows you to record in vertical or horizontal formatting. You can import existing videos that live on your phone into the app and so much more. Vlog Easy Pro gives you the unlimited cloud backup as well as removing the watermark. Give it a try for free today. The link is bit.ly bit.ly slash vlog easy. In all caps, vlog easy is case sensitive. So be sure that you've got that caps lock on and you're putting in vlog easy in all uppercase. V is in Victor, L-O-G-E-A-S-Y. Give it a try. Well, I, my background is in technical theater. I was a stagehand for 10 years before I got into the event world. Really? Um, yeah, I toured with the Big Apple Circus and I was on the road with Ringling Brothers for a couple of years and I went to school for technical theater and I had a, a lot of great experiences um, before getting into the events um, industry. And when I left the road, I was, I kind of fell and I was tired of traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. It was after college and I'd been on the road for quite a number of years and I um, went to work for an event, uh, at like an ex- uh, marketing company that marketing event marketing company we'll Mm -hmm. we'll call it that they've since rebranded but doing trade shows and handling all the event services for corporate uh trade show programs so you know i was part of a a, an account team that had various responsibilities and so i through that and through some people i met there i left and went to another job that was down at the convention center and then opportunity opened up for us to start working together and jennifer and i kind of said said yes to an opportunity and then that opportunity kind of went away after about a month and so we looked at each other and said okay well what are we going to do now and we'd always talked about doing something together so we kind of just said we went for it so did y'all meet at the convention center uh we're sisters yeah, so I know a little known fact <laughs> that most people don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. it's true. And, and what's interesting is my background. So I went to FIT in, in New York, so the Fashion Institute of Technology. And 
I actually went to FIT wanting to be a fashion designer and realized I absolutely hated to sew. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? So I ended up in the business side of things. And um, from there, I actually had great opportunities while I was in, in Manhattan working for Good Morning America and then the Today Show. And I, after I left New York, I moved to Miami and worked in production. So I worked in film production for New Line Cinema. And I worked, you know, for like every music video you can possibly think of that came into Miami. Um, wow. And just kind of, yeah, so, so you kind of build yourself from all of these different experiences. And like Kimberly said, there was an opportunity back in Detroit. Um, it was a really great opportunity. So I came back to meet her. We produced some major shows at the convention center and then it didn't work out. And we were kind of like, she just got off the road and moved back and I moved back for this opportunity. And it's like, well, no time, like, like now, like, yeah. you know, do it. So we and did it and, we, and something fabulous was born. Yeah. Well, that's, it was born a couple years after we started, but yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the thing is we, we were so young, like we were really young and um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you feel so experienced now? Like looking back, it's like, oh, how did I even get here? Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's crazy. It's, it, it is, is crazy. crazy. You I laugh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, sometimes you just, you look back and you think of the experiences that sometimes are like, whoa, that was, that could have taken you down, right? Like mm -hmm. it could have, it could have killed your business. It could have ruined the relationship. I mean, and being sisters, we had to work through a lot, you know, because I mean, that's a whole nother dynamic, but I think what's interesting is how proud you are after all those years, Yeah. right? Looking back and realizing that every single challenge that we went through actually helped us to be the great business owners that we are now. And without those challenges, I don't think we'd be as good as we are. So and, that's and there's always lessons to learn, right? I mean, it's not like it's a, it's not, you don't just, oh, aha, I have all the answers. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a virtue. Right. And I, people say, well, how did you do it? And I'm like, well, let's see, we were too stubborn to quit and too <laughs> stupid to stop trying, you know, like, or like too stubborn to, but I mean, that's really it. Right. And I remember Jennifer saying it's 20 years to an overnight success. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, I mean, think true. about it. Starbucks started in 1971. When did we start drinking Starbucks? I didn't know that. Yeah. Holy cow. Right. I so, know. Like it's the evolution of, I mean, it's life, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. <laughs> I had no clue that it was, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> yeah. happens overnight. I mean, no. people. I mean, come on. No. So how did you all get a mentor? When did you first get a mentor and how do you find good mentors? Well, I, I, I want to say that I can really resonate what you were saying, Angela, about your mentor. <clears throat> and you said that he was your client, correct? And I think now they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people think, oh, I, you find a mentor and it's, you know, they take you under their wing and, you know, it's, you know, moving all the way up and, and walking you through the process. But really, I think mentorship um, to me is, is all different people. So it's clients, it's vendors, it's event professionals that you learn something from. I mean, Kimberly and I talk about this all the time that it doesn't have to look one way, right? I right. think that people think, oh, it, it should be this one person. But really, uh, like what's great about mentorship and if you're open to it is that you can learn from so many, so many people. And Absolutely. it's really about that word open, right? So for one person, it might be a very structured agreement, 
this is, you know, I admired this person or this person's offered to take me under their wing and you follow them and you, and you, you know, you check in and it's very structured. And for another person, it's very organic and it's kind of by accident, right? So um, I think that the, the important thing is recognizing that, like you said, to be open to that um, opportunity uh, for learning, for growth, for uh, mind expansion, I guess mm -hmm. you could say, yeah. um, is what's really important. Are you all the, the same personality being sisters or do one of you take on one role of the business and then another one takes on another role? Uh, we're completely different. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Angela, if, if people meet us and they're like, wait, your sisters? Yeah. <laughs> Me and my sister too. We're night yeah. and day. Yeah. Co completely different. But I think that's what really makes our business work is because Kimberly looks at things very differently than I do. And where she's like an amazing writer, she can be super articulate and you know that's really not my thing i'm better in person <laughs> i'm better meeting with somebody you know communicating that way so i mean even our communication style is very different which it's very cool yeah and we're we're on the same page as far as our you know our values and our our purpose uh, you know i mean obviously you have your individual purposes but like we we are on the same bus we just sometimes come in at different doors and what we've learned is that you really truly in order to have a successful uh, relationship like ours is that you you honor the strengths of the other person so, and you Absolutely. recognize that we are we truly are stronger together and our business works because of you know we're like the perfect person if you take you know this half and that half and you stick it together we're like wow that really works yeah <laughs> but um but you know in the beginning we didn't, we didn't realize that in the beginning, we, we used to fight like crazy and it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> like, truth. it was just, you know, like you, Oh, and we, we actually went to see a therapist and yeah. I'll never forget. Actually, and this relates to the mentor thing because Jennifer mentors me. And I think that there are times when I mentor her and, mm -hmm. um, and one of the things I'll never forget it. We, we were on our way to, um, we were on our way to a meeting somewhere and we had met in the parking lot of like a coffee shop and she said, well, how do you want to go? And I said, in my car. Um, yeah. Well, like what, what way do you want to go? And I was so insistent that this is the way to go. Right. And so she would say, everything has to be your way. You always think you're right. And I'm like, no, that's not true. So she, so she says, well, so she says that I'm going to go this way. And I'm like, no, you should go this way. This way is better. And she was like, there, you know, there are more than one way to get there. And really it does. And that, that always stuck with me. I'm like, oh yeah, she's right. <laughs> you know, like there, there yeah. are more than one way to get there. And then the other thing that happened that was really, um, that really stands out and really turned a corner for us in our communication was the, was recognizing that our strengths and weaknesses complement each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that that's really, truly like if you think about a group and I mean, this is a different conversation, perhaps about a team and dynamic. Mm -hmm. It's really about, you know, complimenting, surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you that have different yep. skill sets than you that, you know, um, that but that's mentorship, too, though. I mean, that's mentorship in the sense that I mean, this is an example right now. 
you know, doing a podcast and somebody listening in and realizing there is such great content and to, you know, to, to take the time. And I think this is what it boils down to is taking the time to invest in you, in your business. And part of that investment is educating yourself, listening, listening to podcasts, listening to Ted talks, reading, you know, inspirational books that, you know, can open your mind to, to a new way of doing something, you know, looking at a client and, and, and letting them kind of guide you. I mean, I, I remember a client saying to me, um, he said, you know, have you asked for the business? And I, I sat there for a minute and I'm like, no, I don't know if I have, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, but it's a simple question, but do you ask for the business? Right? Like I right. think as women, sometimes we forget to ask for the business mm-hmm. and that was really powerful for me. And another piece, another client who's actually a vendor in our, in our industry, we went to lunch and um, he had sold his business and I said, you know, well, what, you know, you know, I just love to learn like, you know, what, you know, what did you do and how did this, you know, how did you get to where you're at? And, and you know, the same questions that I think that we all have, you know, for success. And he said, you know, I stayed focused on me and I stayed focused on what I was doing. And even though, you know, people do different things. I think sometimes we get caught up in watching what other people are doing instead of focusing on what you're doing. And it's not yep. that you don't be aware of what's going on around you, but if you're constantly changing your model and yourself to be all these other things, then you're really not doing what you're meant to be doing. So um, that was a lesson, you know, learned as well. Uh, and I think sometimes people need to, you, you, you know it, but when somebody reiterates that for you, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. I should be doing that. Yeah. Totally. And I, I, to just expound on that, I think I interpret that as you're being authentic and being secure enough in what you're doing to, to say what you mean, to mean what you say, and to not be afraid to show up as yourself, as your brand, as your, you know, this is how I do things. Because mm-hmm. the reality is, you know, we're all, we all have our, we all have our thing. And some people I can go on, I can go on for hours and deep philosophical, you know, um, how people should celebrate and the way, you know, the, my take on our take on what that is authenticity and, and, you know, the why behind your design and your experience design. And, and sometimes that resonates with people. And sometimes I can tell the sentence, the first three sentences that come out of my mouth, their eyes glaze over and they really don't care. They want the sparkly doodad across the room. And right. that's totally fine. But it's, but if, you know, if you're not authentic and you can't be who you are, then really you're not selling a true product to anybody because nobody really understands who you are, right? Like if you're wishy-washy and flipping and flopping, that's not a road to anywhere. No, not at all. So when you guys, um, worked with a therapist or work with, which it's so funny because my sister and I used to work together too. And then about five years ago, she was diagnosed with an illness and so she couldn't work anymore. And, and really it's, it it was okay because she has four kids and she like loves staying at home and loves being a mom. And I would like rather jump off of a bridge than like stay at home all the time. I mean, seriously. I'm, I'm like, right there with you, Angela. I, yeah. I'm like, I, I, people are like, are y'all from the same household? Because we're so different. Right. I mean, my brother and I are more alike now because he has his own business and like he's an entrepreneur, entrepreneur now. But 
So we like do not see eye to eye on so many things and so many levels. And we had, we had to get a family therapist because Mm -hmm. we, and, and I learned a lot from the therapist and which I guess is kind of like a, a personal mentor. And she said to me, she's like, stop talking about everything that you do and all these places that you go and all of these people that you work with because your sister isn't, well, my sister was never part of that. Like she never did the destination thing with me. The girl barely drove on the interstate. Okay. Like she's (laughs) barely been out of her zip code, much less go on a destination wedding with me. And so, but, but I mean, they ask, they're my family. Like, why would I not tell them? But I learned something very valuable where she's like, you have to meet them where they are. And if it is in their zip code and their town and their home, and you have to stay on their level. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to resonate with them. They're just going to tune you out. There's probably going to be jealousy there. And, but we, we chose very different paths. But ever since I keep that in mind where I'm like, okay, let's talk about some of the things we have in common, which is nothing. Um, it, but, you know, with four kids, it's like all about the kids. Right. right um, yeah. But it has been much more healthy for me to not go in. And when they ask, it's like, oh, well, where are you going this time? And where are you? And it's like, oh, that's not important. Like I'm going here, but you know, and then I just reframe and come back to what can I do, you know, to help them. So it's just, it's very, um, it's very interesting to like have a, a therapist or a mentor who can help you reframe things to keep a relationship very positive and not negative. Yeah. Um, but do you guys have the same mentors and do you get like, do you have a new one every year? I mean, Kimberly, do you want to speak to um, that? Sure. I can okay. start. Um, we, I, I would say we do absolutely have different mentors. Um, we don't necessarily seek them out in a, in that type of a, um, you know, who is my mentor this year? Um, right. I, I think it's more of a, you know, different relationships and some relationships that we've had over the course of, you know, many, many years from the beginning of, I, I can think of, um, a couple of women that have been in my life since my college days that I really look to for, I, I look at them as their model and their life model and how I want to be. Um, and I, and I remember things that they've told me and I, you know, I think that they've had a hand in shaping. Um, I I mean, I think our, our mother certainly gave us wings. She couldn't necessarily give us a direct map to the destination, you know, but she always gave us the encouragement and the power and the strength to be who we were as individuals. And that we then, and she would never tell us no, right? Mm-hmm. I want to go to school in New York. She figured out a way to get Jennifer to school in New York. I want to, I called her up and said, hey, mom, I'm going to, on a Friday night, I was running Spotlight at this theater, this local theater we, I worked at. And uh, there was a call from a fellow that we had known to the theater. And he was looking for a Spotlight operator for the summer tour of this Big Apple Circus. And he needed somebody in Columbus, Ohio on Sunday afternoon. And I called home at intermission. Hey mom, can I join the circus? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. Um, and that's sure. a true story. <laughs> uh, and my girlfriends dropped me off on Sunday, you know, like, right. so, I mean, so like, you know, okay. But I think, you know, our lives were very, we are different. And I think that when, 
you can learn to on the sister note, right? When you can learn that Jennifer can be Jennifer mm -hmm. and she is a beautiful person with her own beautiful life and her beautiful children and her beautiful husband and her perspective and her way of seeing the world. And I can honor and respect her for that and who she is and honoring and respecting Jennifer takes nothing away from Kimberly because Kimberly yeah, I think is a, a beautiful piece. person that has a, her own perspective and has her own relationships and has her own way of showing up in the world. And I think we so often are raised to be competitive or we, you know, our culture tells us that this is good and that's bad, or this is different, or, you know, I have nothing in common with this person because they don't have my experiences. It, I don't think for me, I don't see it that way. I, I see it as we are all like we, if we can be solid in who we are as individuals, even when it's scary and it's scary a lot of the time, right? Cause so I, I think Jennifer can tell the story. She went to a meeting and the, somebody said, who, who here is worried about being judged? You, and Jennifer, what was that? Who here is worried about being judged? Well, don't worry. You are being judged, but <laughs> yes. right. I mean, it's the truth. I think, I think that it's perspective also, you know, I think that what's really important is what Kimberly's saying is that, you know, we work in a design industry, right. And there's, there's a lot of competition and there's a lot of ego, right. I mean, it just kind of goes along mm -hmm. with it. And I think sometimes when you set your ego aside and you realize that you're showing up and like, who are you showing up for? Right. Mm -hmm. I think that that you have to, you have to have that perspective as well. Um, I think that's important in our industry. And in one of our rules for our company is that, you know, this is not about you. No. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's easy to get caught up in it, but it's yeah. not about you. It's about the client and the direction for the client and the experience, you know, and what and is we're the memory? This, what is yeah, the memory that you're trying to make? Right. It's right. about their memory. This is their milestone or, right. you know, or if it's a corporate event, this is their brand. This is their message. Mm -hmm. This is their money. Right. And we're here to help them tell their story. Absolutely. And I know like y'all's website's awesome, but how did y'all decide like something fabulous? Like how did y'all decide on that? <laughs> it's actually a funny story. So my <laughs> mom or our mom uh -huh. um, would always say everything is fabulous. Like before yeah. fabulous was an actual Aww. like popular word. She's like, that's just fabulous. Like she'd always say it. And so we, <laughs> she's like fabulous. Yeah. So we were driving we were, we were driving. I remember it yeah, specifically. We, we were, were driving in the car. We were trying to think of a name. Like, what should we be? What should our name be? And we were like, you know what? We should name it something fabulous so that mom can stop saying fabulous. We'll like name our company it and then that's she awesome. can stop saying it. And that's really how it was born. Yeah. And we were, you know, like mom. the, where did something come from? It was like, call the state and figure out what word we can stick in front of fabulous that's available. <laughs> something. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's now a great story. What's funny about that though, was at the time we were two years into our business and our, the first name we had was turnkey Productions. So, you know, we were doing trade shows and corporate work. And uh -huh. one of our clients was a defense, um, is in the defense industry. It's a, a big trade show that we do. And, um, and I'll, I'll never forget it because our credit card processing got changed over to something fabulous. So the first show we did, we take all these exhibitor service orders. And um, I, I was getting calls from like the secretaries of these like men in defense 
to find out what is this something fabulous because they're ordering booth, you know, furniture, but you know, something fabulous. I'm like, Oh, I can only imagine the talking that went around those offices. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Excuse me. Who are you? Why are you on my credit card statement? Right. Right. So, I mean, you guys really are like your storytellers and you really carry the client experience through the design, which like tells a story for them. And so when you're thinking about storytelling and some of the stories and some of the things that you all have learned from your mentors, like, is there one top story for each of you that it's like, oh my gosh, this is a lesson and I need to learn from this and we need to make sure that we never make this mistake has there been like one big thing that just stood out? What do you, um, Kimberly, can you think of one? Uh, I mean, I'm sure well, that there are. I can think of <laughs> I advice. I think, I think, I don't know if mis- mistake, I guess a mistake in, in, in that uh, of valuing yourself. And, you know, it took us a long time. And I remember, I remember this one particular, um, he was a client, but he was someone that I had worked with previously before we had started the business he was like an account executive and and he's you know got 20 years on me um at the one of the first companies i had worked for when i came off the road and i remember so he had called me down to introduce me to this new client that he was working with or this new job he had and he brought us in on some work that that, uh, like some it was like a dealer show at their facility Mm-hmm. And we got to talking and he said, the first thing you have to remember is that this is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the second thing you have to remember is never be ashamed of your pricing. Right. And, and I think that the, that right there is the, you know, you, we're not a nonprofit. We work with nonprofits but we are not a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. and to, and you, and we, we had to learn to value ourselves and to, to not be afraid to charge what we're worth. Right. And to not be afraid to go after business and, and ask for it. Like Jennifer says, um, because in a, in a direct and valued way versus, Oh, I, I'm so you know I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Well, okay, great. gratitude is wonderful. We should live in gratitude, but gratitude does not make the payroll, <laughs> right? And it does not pay the utility bill. Nope. And um, not not for a for-profit business. So uh, that 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 was you know don't be afraid. To- I think too. <clears throat> I think on that too. Um, one of the lessons I I think that drives home to me too is that your so you know and i think we could all relate with this is that people have this vision of this grandioso event right and so your perception of what that that is and what that costs versus what what the reality is <laughs> i think that's something and that you learn over time that you know when you pitch an idea and a concept it's really important to understand and to be on the same page with the budget and i think a lot of times when you're younger you're afraid to ask the budget because you don't want them to make assumptions like, oh, you know, are you, you know, is it enough money? But really, I think one of the things that we've learned is that you have to know what the budget is yeah. because we need to know if it's apples and apples or apples and oranges. Yeah. And I think that you don't know that 
at the beginning when you first start, right? Like you just think, oh, okay, I have this piece of business. But to, to really be able to service a client, you need to understand that you're on the same page and you're on the same budget. So that's something that we've learned in time um, many times over. Would you agree, Kimberly? Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, I think to be, to, to not be afraid to talk about money and to be clear and, and to not like fall into the people pleaser trap where, you know, this, this, oh, but this is such a great, this is my, you know, I want to please this client and they're asking for this and it costs this much. And well, what can you do for me? And like, you know, do you walk into Nordstrom and no, negotiate the, the price for your handbag? Right. And right, or, th that's the thing. I, I just don't get it. Like people, it's funny because I'll, I'll ask people like, do you have a number in mind? And they just kind of look at me like some people say, you know, okay, a hundred thousand dollars, but they want like 450 people in a seated dinner and a, <laughs> right. bar, and a five hour reception and a band and a DJ and a sit down dinner. And you know, it's just like, right. Right. Did you forget a zero or it's just like people, <laughs> they don't know what shit costs. They just right. don't. They and don't. so I have found that people just don't understand what things cost. And it's not that they can't afford it or they don't want to invest the money. Right. They just need to understand the process that Correct. if you want it to look like this, which most people have an inspiration right. Pinterest board or something like that. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, I can break this down for you. This look right here you're looking at is about $8,000 a table. And, right. you know, then they want to fall out of the chair. Right. But I've learned not to say it that way. It's like when you add up the tables, the chairs, right. the flowers, right. the linens, the napkins, the china, the flatware, the glassware, the candles, the, right. the food, the drink, you know, and then they're like, oh, I'm like, so, yeah. and the really smart ones with numbers, they're like, that's like $1,000 a person or $1,000 a couple, 500. And I was like, yeah. So when yes. you're thinking about guest lists, like you might want to pare it down. Like, are those people really worth that? And then you can also tell from that who is putting on a social event versus who's actually inviting the close family and friends that will be on their journey forever. Like right. it's two different things. Right. Yeah. It is two different things. I, I definitely think it's two different things. Yeah, it, it totally is. And, but, but do you all have people that are straight up with you like that when you're like, how much do you want to invest? Like what's your budget? And they're like, it's this. Um, cause it is hard to get people to agree to any type of a number. I'm like, well, I'll price everything out and then we can talk about it. And if you're comfortable with it, then we're going to go forward with it. Right. And then sometimes they look at ideas and they're like, oh my God, hell no. I don't like it that much. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's okay. it though, Angela. I think that, I think people's perception, I think that what's important is to understand what's important to that person, right? Because right. to one person, they love flowers. They, they want lavish, extravagant flowers, and that's important to them. And I think that understanding, because just because they have the money doesn't mean they want to spend the money. Correct. And I think that's yeah. something that you learn as well. So I think and it's really understanding what it is that they, what their wishes, you know, what, what their objectives are, and then guiding them. And, you know, sometimes people are upfront and will give us a budget, but sometimes people don't want to give us a budget because I think that they want to see what we can come back with. Mm -hmm. But I also think that there have been times that we've been given pictures and boards and all this, and we can honestly tell the person, this is not a $100,000 event. This is more like a $250,000 mm -hmm. event. Right. And we are honest up front and, and, yeah. and, you know, 
Sometimes they come up with the money and sometimes they scale back. So um, it's we have a process that we follow. Um, and the, it's a series, of, it's four questions. And it's, uh, it's our experience design questions, if you will. And the first one is what is the memory you're trying to make? So mm -hmm. um, are you, is it an intimate gathering of your closest family and friends? Is it, wow, that was, you know, what are people, or, or if you don't know what the memory is you're trying to make, what are people talking about? Or what are you reminiscing about, right? And if it's, they're reminiscing about the show we just put on, that's a different event than, you know, we're rem reminiscing over the three days we got to spend with people we don't get to see very often. So right. what is that memory we're, we're trying to make? What are your requirements? Those are game changers, right? It'll change the date, it'll change, it'll change everything. What are your wishes? And that's where we get into, you know, what are your wishes? Like, I mean, if your requirements are, I have to have this property and these types of things, um, and your wishes are, I, I want X, Y, Z and chargers and linens and, and, and you know, uh, six course meal and, and two waiters or two servers, excuse me, per table and mm -hmm. whatever, whatever that is. Um, so we start to see what is this vision that, that they are thinking about. And then we ask the question, what is your budget? Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what your budget is, you, well, you know this, right? If they have no idea what their budget is, by us kind of walking through these questions, they start to think about what their budget is, right? Mm -hmm. It can help them to decide. And if they have an idea of what their budget is, those answers are going to tell us whether or not they're in, you know, they're dreaming. And we've had, we've had some clients, I have one in particular, he was fantastic and wonderful and he He's a professional athlete. He was throwing a party for his family. Um, they wanted their, their vision, their memory they were making was this, um, they wanted to really celebrate with their family and friends and give the, their people that were closest and important to them an amazing event that they would never forget. And mm -hmm. so that was the venue was selected for that purpose and the whole experience was designed with that purpose in mind. And so when I asked him, okay, well, what's your budget? And the number he gave us was like, okay, dude, well, that's great. But what you <laughs> yeah. just described to me and what your bride-to-be here is showing us is double that. Right. Okay, Kimberly, well, see what you can do. And so, you know, at the end of the day, it was we double. gave them the experience they wanted. <laughs> they paid double like we told them. Mm -hmm. And it was great. And, you know, and they're wonderful people. And it, was a, and it was exactly what they had dreamed it to be. But we weren't, you know, but it, it's a conversation. And... Um, and I think that that process works for us because, you know, it kind of qualifies and I don't mean qualifies whether or not, but well, I guess the qualify is qualify, right? Like if, if, if my bringing out this kind of way we do things puts you off, well, we're probably not a good fit. Right. And, and that's yeah. okay. Go yes. somewhere else. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, Cause someone okay. else is going to tick boxes for you and do, but we, what we won't do is we will not be beat up. Mm -mm. We have learned that lesson <laughs> many a times. Yeah. So yes. much work for yeah. people to expect one thing, pay another thing, mm -hmm. and then undervalue what you're doing when you're giving them what they can afford. Right. So yeah. it's like uh, or what they're no, willing to part with. Right. Like right? We, we had one, like I always, we always laugh. I don't know if it's laugh or we cry that sometimes we have to learn <laughs> lessons. Right. And the universe, presents you, God presents you, whoever, however you get the lesson, 
I think you um, get what you need. And yeah. Sometimes Jennifer gets what she needs, and I don't necessarily think that I needed it. Gotcha. <laughs> right? Gotcha. And vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Kimberly's getting what she needs, but I don't know that I need to live through this lesson again. And we, right. we both got one that was a whammy, uh, and and we learned and we, and it was probably, it, it was, um, I don't know how many years in, but it was enough to know that, you know what, when the, when every single red flag you have has gone up on the first three conversations, it's probably uh -huh. a good idea not to go there. Amen. And it's okay to walk away and it say, is. no. yep. It's, it yep. is. Okay. It's empowering actually, Angela, to say no, it's, yeah. it's extremely yeah. empowering. Yeah. So. And it opens the opportunity for what you should be experiencing, right? Like, I mean, you're, you're keep, it's not about what you're saying no to. It's about what you're saying yes to in that. Right. Yes and to, freeing up your time. Yeah. Like to have the things to say yes to. Yes. So yeah. how have each of you all evolved over time in becoming mentors to people that are new in the creative industry? How, how, do people naturally gravitate? Do you guys have an internship program? Do you teach classes? Like how has that evolved in, in over time? So I, so I've been the NACE um, president for two uh -huh. years. So um, I've always been in DC. Yeah, so the DC uh -huh. NACE president. And so I've always been um, a part of associations. So NACE and ILEA. And I think mm -hmm. that that's been a really great, it's been great for me because I've met really great people and, you know, you kind of build your leadership, you know, tools and skills that way as well. Um, and you grow. And we also, we do do, we do have interns that are a part of our organization and we always have, um, I'm a huge believer in internships. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's super important and I think it's super important, especially in our industry, because I think people think that we work in a really glamorous uh, you know, event industry, and we're always just like hanging out and going to parties and drinking martinis and, drinking and, martinis, and, nails <laughs> and, yes. and I think, you know, it's good for, it's good for young people to experience what it actually looks like. Cause it's a lot of work. Um, and it's not to say that we don't get those great opportunities to go to fun parties and to get to do cool stuff, but there's a lot of work behind that. Um, and so it is super important. And, and like for me, mentorship is, is a huge, like I'm always open. And I think that it's important to help mentor the younger generation and women. I think, you know, women need to empower women. And that's so important. And it's such a code. It's like a code for our company. We're always about mentoring women and, and, and you know, and men as well, but just to, to, to be there for each other and to help each other grow. And, um, you know, some of the women that I've known in the industry have opened huge doors for me and I've done the same for them. Do you, you all, do you all, um, ever get booked? And so you're like, we're that weekend's closed out or that week is closed out. And do you refer business to other designers like in the area? Absolutely. If, if our team's full, I mean, we can, we're, we're at a place where we have, a big enough team that we're able to do multiple events in like a weekend, but we absolutely. And we also bring on other event people for really big projects as well. So, um, and I, and I think it's amazing when we can do that. And I've 
been past business where other people have been booked and they've sent business my way and I've sent business their way. And I think it is important to do. Absolutely. So if you could each give a tip on how to make the relationship work for both parties. So when you're serving as a mentor to a mentee and you've either, cause I know I've, I have felt this way before where it is, I call them energy vampires where it's like they suck me dry of energy. (laughs) No, I know that's like, (laughs) but I'm just being honest. It's true. (laughs) And so it's like, how do you all handle like, okay, this is not going to be a time suck and this is going to be efficient and this is going to be beneficial for both parties because if you're not getting value, why are you giving it type thing? Right. Um, but it's really forced me because I used to be a mentor in this specific program and I did it semester after semester after semester. And then each semester, it's like kids would start to drop off and then they would be late and then they would cancel and then they wouldn't do their homework. And I'm just like, I am, I don't have time for this shit. Like I'm trying to help you all. Like how serious are you? And right. I, I feel like if they're paying to be in this program, they should be serious. But what I have learned is like the older I get, the less patient I get. Like with the younger generations coming up that they just think that they're entitled or right. and they're just very disrespectful of time. And so, which time is precious. Time is everything. You can always work more and make more money, but you can't ever get your time back. So don't waste my effing time, people. Right. No, that is the truth. I mean, really, it is our time. And, and, and people don't realize that, and especially in our industry, it's all about our time, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And figuring out where you're going to allocate it. So um, how do y'all set the groundwork for that? So it's like beneficial on both sides. I mean, I mean, for myself, I, I try to be very clear and very open, right, about what it looks like. And, and Kimberly and I are very much about authenticity and making sure that, that as much as we are authentic pushing out, that it needs to come back. And I can tell whether or not people are invested almost instantaneously. <laughs> but I think it's years, right? Years of doing it and years of seeing if, if, if it's going to be a good fit. Would you say too, Kimberly, that you feel the same way? Yeah, it, you can tell how people show up, right? And I think communication is very important, having very clear expectations and articulating um, that it's very important that you're on the same page, right? Because, because if you can speak, I, I'm a big believer in this book, The Four Agreements, and basically it's the spine of the book that you read, and it, and it's all about, you know, your words have power, speak your truth, and don't take things personally, and, and, and don't make assumptions, and do your best, uh, and, and I apply that to these things, because it's important to be able to just say what you mean, and mean what you say, and, and be clear, uh, and then I expect that in return. <laughs> Um, and it's, it simplifies a lot because you, you're, you start off, uh, and from the very beginning, um, in a, in a place of, like Jennifer said, authenticity and openness, but also, you know, by, by being clear on objectives and, and you're not wasting time. 
Right. And, and then also like setting goals and, and actionable items and then right. actually doing them. Right. Yeah. Totally two different things. Yeah. But you know, I think Angela too, that, you know, when you're young and you're coming into, you know, say you want to work for an event design team, I think that the perception of like the reality of what that task looks like. Right. And sometimes what we've learned is that it's not that the person doesn't want to do the task. It's that the person doesn't know how to do the task. And I, and as a leader, right. As a leader, you, you have to learn that as well (laughs) as being a better leader. And that's a whole nother, like that's a whole, I'm just finishing up tomorrow. I've, I've been taking a leadership training course and I'm like, Oh, yeah. Okay. I do that. (laughs) Oh yeah. I shouldn't do that. You know, but, but it's about growth and, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And I think, um, it was it Maya Angelou who said, when you know better, you do better. I think. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Do you feel like, um, having a mentor that has experience within the same industry is important? Or do you think that it doesn't matter what industry people are in. Like you can always learn from other leaders in other industries. I definitely think outside the industry. I, I think most of the mentors that I've had and that I look up to are not in our industry at all. You know, I think that, yeah, me too. and I, I think it's just that they have different skill sets and um, they, you know, I think sometimes they look at things differently right? Mm-hmm. When you're so entrenched in your industry, it's nice to kind of have a refresh of something that's not in our industry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I so. totally agree with that. However, I'm going to, however, this, there's one particular gentleman that we met last year, this year, actually. And I looked at him and, and then talking to him, he did a project with us in um, Atlanta or the project was in Alpharetta. And I thought, in the entire time that we have been in business, he is probably the, my favorite person that I've met in our industry. And truly, it's truly somebody I look to and would love to spend time with and learn from because he's amazing, but he's open, he's kind, and he, and he, he doesn't, and his ego is in check. And he is like, and, and I guess maybe that to the point of that is that there comes a point when you get to a place in your career where you know, your ego just kind of checks itself because maybe you've done everything and seen it all. And now you just want to like share. I, I don't know if everyone gets there or, and, but um, I can think, and then that gentleman that you met, Jennifer, who was really like open and amazing, right? I think that I do think, and I think a lot of times, you know, I get inspired by like, like podcasts and, and books and Ted talks. And I, I just, I love to always learn. I really do. Like, I love to always learn and I love inspirational books. I could, if I had the time to just read them all the time that I would love to do that. I mean, I'm on vacation. I'm reading an inspirational business book, but it's just something that recharges me and I love it. But I I definitely look outside the industry. I really don't get as fired up um, inside the industry as I do with other things outside. Like even for me, for design, I love fashion, like coming from fashion. Like I'm always looking to fashion or interior design, you know, just a lot of different industries that inspire me even creatively. So. That's so awesome. Like, I know, like the most random things I'm like, oh my gosh, that is 
so inspiring. Like I'm going to find somebody that will let me do a chandelier like that. <laughs> like, know, you know, right? and, yeah. and it's like, you, you never forget about those inspiration moments. And it's like, it could be two years ago and then the right client presents in the right opportunity presents itself with the right client. And that's so the best, isn't it's, it? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's crazy. So what are, what do each of you, like, it sounds like what you look for in a mentor are people who, you know, they, it's not about ego. It's not about where you've been or who you've worked with or how much money you made. It's about being authentic and sharing. And to me, that's a great mentor is somebody who is open to just telling you how it is and telling you like, well, I did it this way and it wasn't necessarily the best way. And some people, like I was one of those hard-headed kids where it's like, I'm actually going to have to figure it out the hard way and hit my head a few times and, you know, pray that I don't bust it open <laughs> on the way down. Um, but but we, always, we all have that, right? I mean, that's fear. I, I think, yep. I think it's fear when people can't be open um, or be truly the, I'm, I'm not saying that you weren't open or truly yourself, Angela. Right, right, right. But just right? Fear. Why, why do we have to know? Because right. if I don't know, I'm going to look like I don't know. Right. <laughs> right. That right. is true. But you know, when you're younger and you're, you know, in our industry, I used or to think I industry. used to have to, or any industry, I used to think I used to have to know all the answers. If mm -hmm. I did not come to my meeting, understanding and knowing everything. And like, you know, it was, I just felt like I had to know. Whereas now I can say, you know, I don't know that answer, <laughs> but I'll find out for you. And I think right. that's empowering. I mean, how could we possibly know every answer? We, we do different things every single, every single day, right? Yep. You learn something new every single day of every event is always different. You're in a different property. You're working with different vendors. You're using different materials. I mean, to push ourselves and to really grow creatively, you need to try things and you need to fail. I mean, that's yeah. part of the process. Yeah. Or you're never going to get bigger and better right. and right. push yourself to do anything other than what you're comfortable with, which in the design world is boring. Right. Yeah. It is boring. And, it's, and it's, it's hard, I think, too, creatively to keep repurposing the same look over and over. Like, it, it gets old. <laughs> yeah. like, Come on, people. Let's, it does. Let's do something different. It so. does. It totally does. So if people want to learn more and look at all your fabulous work that you do, <laughs> where should they go? <laughs> well, you can definitely check out our website, which is somethingfab.com um, or our Facebook, uh, which is facebook.com slash somethingfabulous. And we're always on Instagram. So we'd love for you to follow along um, with us on Instagram. And that's something fabulous at something fabulous. So we do a lot of stories and um, we're a lot of behind the scenes and our team and what's going on and a lot of our charity work. So uh, we'd love, we'd love for you to come and check us out. We've got ideas and plans for the year ahead. So hopefully in the next six months, we'll have more places to share, but um, Instagram, I, I have, I cannot take any claim, any, um, I cannot claim any right to the Instagram, but the girls really do make an effort and, and want to, they do a great job. So I go our team. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. And it's really funny. Have you guys noticed when you share like some behind the scenes things of like what you're building and what you're doing, like people love to see that. 
Like, have oh, you all yeah. noticed yes. that in the stories? Absolutely. Yes. I love something. seeing them too. Yeah. We talk about that because I, like, I really, really, really want to share. And I really, I do love design. Like we design it, but I, one of my things that I enjoy is building it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then the content and structure and sharing. Right. And mm -hmm. it's really uncomfortable to put yourself out. Like I find it un uncomfortable. <laughs> so yeah. that, that's something where, um, we've been seeking mentors and I've enjoyed listening to your podcast, Angela. Yeah. Um, yeah it's been great. It's it really is. been great. I've really enjoyed because it, you do, you learn from people and then, um, then you can provide more opportunities for you and for others. Right. So, so thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you You're so much so for today. We loved being on. Yay! I'm so happy that both of you were able to be here today. And guys, those of you who are listening, be sure to go to somethingfab.com. Look at their work. Check it out. It's gorgeous. Everything looks unique and different. Like there's not a bunch of like, oh, this is like the same stuff over and over. Like they, you all truly are like designers and you can tell that you are telling a different story for every event that you do. And I don't Thank always you. see that. So. Thank you, Angela. Thank we you appreciate very much. that. It means a lot. You're yeah. so welcome. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to tune in next week and I hope everyone has a great week and ladies, hope you have a great day. Thank you. you thank you, Angela. Thank you so much. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. And I'm so very grateful if you leave a review. Be sure you are a subscriber so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Business Unveiled. Also, be sure that you are part of my email list. And if you're not, sign up today at AngelaProfit.com where I share valuable resources and exclusive products with only my subscribers. Now, before I go, I want to ask you, if you have a story or a product to share with the creative industry, please let me know. To be considered as a guest on Business Unveiled, visit AngelaProfit.com and submit a podcast guest form. Until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.